This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast, Tutoring for Video Games. It's probably a healthy approach to not take ourselves too serious in our parenting. But let me clarify it. We should absolutely take our parenting seriously. Of course, that's my mission. Help parents think critically about parenting. But we've got to be able to laugh at ourselves. When my sister was growing up, she once received a package of gum instead of stitches when she probably needed stitches uh, on her knee or shin. You know, we still laugh about that one now. And certainly, certainly in our family, our kids will probably have a lot to laugh at with some of our parenting stuff. Um, but I'm optimistic that someday, perhaps someday, parents might laugh at themselves for paying good money for a tutor for their kids' video game playing. Have parents gone too far? Are parents losing track? of what helped them to be successful in life. Let's consider the most common services families get for their children, whether it's public education uh, or uh, private education, besides their teacher in a sports coach, maybe a dance coach and others. Consider some of these additional services. Speech therapy from a speech and language pathologist, uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, tutoring for math, tutoring for reading, individual counseling, um, you know, additional support services besides the primary teacher in education. You have IEPs, ISPs. All of these make perfect sense, right? Then, of course, you have babysitters, right? Parent is working a second job or a third job or parent wants to go on a date or both parents are going out. Okay, but what about tutoring for video games? Why would parents get tutors for video games? You know, even if even if long-term kids wanted to, to design video games, this job generally involves computer programming ability rather than video game skill. And I know there's talk about video game testers, but even if competency equated to long in, long-term employment, this is not the reason parents get video game tutors. Like many other video games, Fortnite involves a fight to the death. This time is a colorful uh, and cartoonish setting. Competitors engage in games. They can last up to 20 minutes each. And they have these battle royals. We're planning in groups of 100 random players. And characters are running through terrain, hiding and trying to be the last player standing. uh, Much like the wrestling battle royal. But what tutors do is they teach, for instance, how to switch gameplay between smartphones, gaming consoles, and PCs. And of course, the emphasis is on tricks, tips, strategies, tactics to give players an advantage in the game. And they're not just asking tutors for the kids, but parents are paying more than $50 an hour to learn Fortnite themselves. Because what they're finding is, what they're finding is uh, parents are finding out they're bad. And it's not, and kids don't want to play with you, okay? So there's a question on whether there's other things to do with your kids. Um, but definitely, you know, it, Fortnite is such a, there's such a move. It's so integrated in our culture that there's a live streaming website that's owned by a subsidiary of Amazon. And the website's primarily focused on video game live streaming. So yes, uh, lots of people um, in a recent week, More than 1 million people tuned in to Twitch, and they're watching for nearly 200 million hours, according to a website that tracks Twitch traffic. 
All right, so there's, um, there's it's it's so integrated in our culture. There's jargon uh, and, and things uh, to pick up, like normies. Um, but sure, you're, um, the question is, um, what I want to do here is let's examine the psychological underpinnings from a different perspective. You know, when it comes to getting a Fortnite tutor, okay? So, first of all, from the vantage point of social niche, parents are allowing the culture to define how your kid acts and what they talk about. Um, and, and so when you think about a tutor, you know, how uh, concerned about the security of your kid, the level of self-esteem, the level of confidence that your kid has when it comes to their self-efficacy, their their ability to perform on a video game. Um, but once we pay a tutor, we're defining that mindset for the child that their confidence and self-esteem depends on how good they are at this video game. You know, that, And we're saying this is really important. And so it's sending a message to the kid that if they don't perform well, uh, you know, it's going to have a subsequent effect on their self-esteem and confidence. Uh, certainly a tutor for reading is critical for them to be successful, but to be good at video at Fortnite. Second, of course, there's a concern for reinforcing video game addiction. You know, I've talked with several parents, three parents just this week, who are concerned about their kids being addicted to video games. I met a 20-year-old just this morning whose only friends are people he plays World of Warcraft with. So besides addiction, third, my biggest concern for parents is that they are reinforcing followship. Yeah, there's times when following is good. Of course, respecting authority figures, following directions. There are times to fit in when it comes to social etiquette, politeness, manners. But we primarily want to encourage leadership over followership. We want to help kids be leaders. Sure, not everyone can be a leader, but learning how to lead at the right times is key. The biggest strength right now that we can develop in youth are what I call SMRCs, social media replacement choices. Being able to carry a conversation without dependence on apps and social media apps. I, I believe that is the key to uh, leading. And second, VGRCs, video game replacement choices, being able to carry conversations without dependence on the content of gaming, without being able to uh, only talk about Fortnite or uh, these other games. Yes, there's, there's having some knowledge of current talk and associated fun, like what kinds of dances are that has people everywhere talking when it comes to Fortnite, the flapper dance, the robot the Electro Shuffle, Turk's Dance, the Carltons, you know, from the Fresh Prince, uh, the Dab, and of course the Floss. You might be tired of, uh, getting tired of the Floss. But let's think about it. How insecure does a parent have to be when they are overly concerned about their child's ability in a game? In a game? How much are they focused on fitting in and competing at a level consistent with other kids? You know, what we want to do is raise our kids to be secure, to be confident, and to lead. You know, rather than to follow and be completely defined by the culture of popularity and what's popular. This is Dr. Daniel Banning, and hopefully these thoughts have given you some things to think about and just uh, just some of my thoughts on the question, 
a video game tutor. Tutoring for video games, thanks for checking in. And check us out at, uh, at our Parenting Doctors YouTube channel and check out my new book, You Are Your Child's Best Psychologist. <laughs>